Hi, everyone. Welcome back to episode 79 of the Simply One Podcast. I'm your host, Tom. I'm joined by my co-host, Chris. How are we doing, everybody? We're just a couple of best friends who are passionate about all things pop culture. If you're looking for lukewarm takes on movies, video games, TV shows, or even the occasional comic, then we've got the show for you. That's right. Yeah, That's right. That is correct. Mm-hmm. Through sickness and health, <laughs> night and day. That's right. We are at battle right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I am standing victorious. Morgan has had uh, illness run through her. Chris says he feels under the weather, but he's also been running on next to no sleep uh, and sleeping with his windows open as uh, the weather changes. So we can't guarantee, because the symptoms he's showing could just be rundownness, you know? That doesn't happen with me. I'm the throat goat, bro. Pardon? <laughs> I just don't happen. You what now? You heard. Uh, and, and I'm, I've been the caretaker. Like, I've been in the foxhole, dude. <laughs> and uh, nothing, I'm... <laughs> I'm fucking right as rain. I've been sleeping on the couch. You're gooch. Left Morgan to the the bedroom. <laughs> and yeah, so we're, we're Gucci. Um, so it's been a weird long weekend. Yeah, we're going to burn through this and I'm probably going to go to bed. No crash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was out hard. I was like, I, just, <laughs> I can't. I got home from work and I was like, I just need a tight five. <sighs> no, I said a loose five. A loose five. I was yeah. like, yeah, let me go ahead and take a loose five and just <laughs> die on my bed for a minute. Yeah, so I allowed you to sleep for like two and a half Dude, to I was three just, hours. Just the second I hit that pillow. Yeah. That's fucking out cold. But you know what it is. Yeah. So I made you a nice little hotty toddy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the I am the caretaker in this Ugh. household. <laughs> Some bloke gets walloped on top of the head and you think that's me. <laughs> no fucking <Wait>. way. <laughs> I am the cat who knocks. <laughs> I'm fucking Eisenberg. I'm water fucking white. I'm fucking Eisenberg. <laughs> in it? <laughs> yeah. Um No, so this week because we did spend so much time talking about uh, M. Night Shyamalan's yeah. extensive filmography last mm-hmm. week, and mm-hmm. kind of going back and forth, and like, is he a bad? Is he a bad director? Yeah, or has yeah. he just made bad movies lately? Yeah, you know what I mean? To keep that continuity with you. So I think, I think I did determine he has the ability to be a good director. Yeah, he's just purposely. I, I think bad. if you go well, no, I think like if you take an average, he falls right in the middle. Mm. Where like, when he's good, he's good. And when he's bad, he is bad. He doesn't really make like mid movies. I don't think mm-hmm. he just he's he's good or he's bad. Yeah, um, that makes sense. So we decided to watch a knock at the cabin mm. uh, because it is free. Well, it's included in your Prime subscription, yeah. uh, so we didn't have to go out of our way to go see something, and it fit in. Like we were like, well, you know what? We haven't seen that one. We yep. were just talking about them. Yep. Let's give it a peek. See what the story is. Give it a poke. Because it's one that we actually almost went to go see for the podcast, mm-hmm. and then just decided we're it didn't. Like, nah, yeah, that doesn't look good. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't gr- grab us enough to. So you guys already have a mindset of what we're thinking. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 You know. Or it could be wrong. Yeah. Exactly. We that's might be. What, that's what we're going to talk about. Yeah. Uh, so I figure we're just going to jump into it. Uh, uh, dude, like doggy style. Hmm. Mm-hmm. We're going to jump into it. Spoiler, just full spoilers, mm. since it has been out since February and it mm. is available for free with your Prime subscription. Mm-hmm. Um, it's included. It's included with your Prime subscription. That's right. It's not free. You're paying for Prime. Yeah, that's right. Um, Ain't nothing free in this world, baby. <laughs> Ain't no rest for the wicked. Yeah, everyone's <laughs> getting their piece of flesh, you know, pound of flesh. Uh, but I do want to run through some news. Um, before we talk about yeah. um, uh, Knock at the Cabin. So uh, I want to talk about Taylor Swift's Eras Tour. Coming oh, to my theaters. God. It's coming to theaters. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Barbie, she set another record. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the potential for a Dune Part 3. Yeah, they said that. 
Uh, it was loosely. So we've got a little bit more meat. Oh, okay. Uh, SAG, the uh, Actors Guild, is ready to stare down the video game industry. Oh. Uh, PlayStation has some good and some bad news for us. Okay. Uh, Starfield is unofficially out as a recording. Mm. And uh, Elder Scrolls Six, we got some news about. Uh, I played Skyrim. Yeah, so like Elder Scrolls Six. I might check it out, but convince me. Let's talk about it. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. I'm just making that face because I know you're about to ride some Starfield dick. No, no, you're absolutely right. I am. And then the same studio who makes, I think, a better fantasy game is going to make another fantasy game. And you're like, mm. meh, 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 whatever. Meh. Skyrim, that yeah, <laughs> multi-million selling game it's all right. is fine. Yeah. I guess. It's I mean, only like, lasted us for, you know, 12 years. You know, like, I don't know. Like, it's really that good. Yeah. No, yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is. Gas. Gas. Yeah. Welcome back to Gasser Pass, the oh. fucking twelve, year, almost thirteen year old game Skyrim. Gas. Uh, yeah. Lukewarm takes, baby. Yeah, that's that's, all that's it a is. very cold take. <laughs> that highly successful, nearly fifteen year old game. It's good. That's fucking it's fire. It's pretty good. Burn your hand on the stove, yeah. you know. So no, I do want to just start off the top with old T Swizzy. Yeah. Love her, hater. Bitch makes money. Cash. Like, she's <laughs> she's she's money. Yeah. Um, I do want to clear something up for, yeah. between you and me. Okay. Um, her ticket prices, you know, mm-hmm. we've always been like, God damn, son of a bitch, because Morgan's hardcore. She's a, a Swifty. Oh, yeah. Uh, we've yet to get her to a, a fucking Ares Tour show. She's going to fucking blow up if you don't. And then, there's fucking, <laughs> and then there's fucking people that I see on my goddamn, like, social media feed that are, like, seeing every show. And you're like, what the fuck, dude? Oh, fuck do you pay for One me? or two things is happening. Either A, the fucking system is rigged because there's supposed to be like a pre, like you can get in line as a, like a confirmed fan or whatever um, to like get first pick of tickets. That way it's not going to scalpers, right? Right, right, right. And then there's people that are getting in like four or five times. Not at one go, but like five shows in a row they got in, Damn. you know? And then you've got Morgan, who's never once gotten even in line. And it seems like she's, I say Morgan, not like it's happening to her, but people like Morgan yeah, who just yeah. aren't getting a shot at it. So I don't know what the fuck's going on there. I think they need to work on that system. Conspiracy. But Straight up. Uh, the ticket prices, if you get them first, like at, like the first face value tickets mm. are nowhere near as expensive as the tickets that are, that, that are getting the news. Okay. That's where people are buying them and then reselling them. Uh, and because they've bought them all up, they can kind of make the price whatever you want. And if people pay it. There's no reason to yeah. change it. Yeah. So you're selling tickets for fucking twenty six hundred bucks. Damn, bro. Like <laughs> hustling, yeah. bro. How much do you think that person made? Oh, like twenty three hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah, her tickets are, are expensive for concert tickets of like five hundred bucks if you're against the stage, you know, you're getting like a hundred and twenty dollar mid seats, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. So it's still kinda like, damn, that's that's a, yeah, that's a ticket, you know. That's a, yeah. that's a that's a good concert ticket. But then these people are fucking selling them for over two thousand dollars. So, so it's not like Taylor Swift is an evil, greedy bitch in well, that in that case of like twenty six hundred dollars tickets. That's not well, that's not her putting them up for that price. Well, I think she is. She's probably behind it, bro. The way she's making money, she knows that she'll get yeah, paid. What, that what was cash. the what was the headline? She put out like something like fifty million dollars worth of bonuses to everybody involved in the. Yeah, you're telling me tour? you're not smuggling money. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, no, she's making money hand over fist on this tour. Mm-hmm. Selling out, adding dates that sell out immediately. It's fucking insane. Yeah, that shit's nuts, man. 
So all of that to say, uh, she is making a, there's a, a concert film, uh, which I think honestly not a bad idea. Of uh, from like a there's still demand. Yeah. We can't add shows. If we add shows, it doesn't do anything for the demand. You know what I mean? It's just people buy them up and so. Mm. So we're gonna make a concert film, put it out. If I can make money from the theaters too, you know, opening up another revenue stream. Yeah. You know. Uh, so the pre-sales for the event came in at $26 million on the first day of availability at AMC that's, Theaters. That's just under, uh, was it Infinity War? So Infinity War, its first day pre-sales flat were like $28 million. Okay. Just at AMC, she made $26 million in pre-sales, which is a record for the theater chain. Uh, it previously was held by Spider-Man No Way Home, which was nearly $10 million lower at $16.9 million. Oh, my million. God. So she blew Spider-Man out of the water. Fucking <laughs> just obliterated that bitch. Now, I will say her tickets are for the show are like $20. Okay. So they're you know about double ticket price. Yeah, sure, sure. But even still, $26 million in a day, that's insanity. Mm. Uh, and so in response, AMC added showtimes uh, just because there's massive ticket demand. And they're like, ooh, we're going to... <laughs> we'll add more shows. Yeah. Fuck it, if people are buying them. Yeah. You know, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll have we'll. four or five theaters playing the same fucking movie. Yeah, and you guys will buy the tickets, and we'll be we'll happy. be rolling in dough, and yeah. so will Taylor, and you'll get to see the concert in some fashion. And everyone's you know? happy. Yeah, exactly. So I, I did get Morgan finest. tickets to that. Oh shit! So her and I are going to go see the concert film. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll look like a, a confused dad. Yep. You know, yep. I'll be sitting there smiling. Take it will be an odd experience of like I'm going to be in a movie theater with a bunch of people singing. Oh, man. Fuck that. Yeah. I'd fucking bring headphones. I might bring a cyanide capsule with me. Not a bad idea. In case it gets too bad. Not a bad idea. <laughs> Break down on the false tooth, you know? <laughs> like a CIA agent just start yeah. convulsing. It's um, <laughs> just how it is, man. Yeah, sorry, man. Uh, so the massive success of these pre-sales scared off the Exorcist Believer. Yeah, I so, saw that. Uh, they moved their release date up a week to October 6th. Which I think is better, because it's Halloween. Sure. Well, no, no, no. That's not better. Think about this. So they moved. They went, oh, we we're going to release the week. We we're going to release the same day as Taylor. We better back it up a week. They were going to release their movie, a horror movie, on October, Friday the 13th. Oh, The Exorcist is? Yes. Oh, the, it, that's it, fucking golden. It was going to release then. It moved it up a week to October 6th. Uh, they ran away from a Halloween movie, you know, a, a horror movie releasing on Friday the 13th in October and went, we can't do that shit. Damn, man. And that's such a marketing, you know, it's Friday the 13th. People are going to want to go see spooky yeah. stuff, you know? But now nah, they'll be a fucking T-Swizzy, baby. Obviously. That's fucking arguably scarier. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Bunch of fucking white girls running around. Just, <laughs> just a bunch of basic white bitches just singing Lover. You can fucking hear their Birkenstocks slapping <laughs> as they run down. Slapping. <laughs> ah, depending on how the weather breaks, they might be in Uggs. There it is. Shit. Uggs. They're silent. Uggs, black leggings, and a fucking North Face. A Come flannel. on. Now. Yeah, some flannels. <laughs> it's a North Face, man. It's a fuzzy North Damn. Face. The worst part is I described like one of my wife's outfits. Mm, messy bun. <laughs> yep. And they just go yeah, in and get the scarf right. from the Starbucks. Yeah. Nah, they're all going to be done up. It's T Swizzy. They're going to get done up like it's the concert. <laughs> it's going to be like the people that dress up as Jedi to go to see hey, Star Wars. There's a fucking difference there, bro. Mm-mm. It's yeah, the same is. thing. No. Nah. At least Taylor's a real person, man. You watch your fucking tongue. I'm just saying, it's not cool to, real to me. It's not cool to throw stones at one fandom. So yeah, I thought that was pretty fucking nuts. That's, that, like, that is in fact that's nuts. a lot of Cash money. Shoes. And yeah. again, the fact that that horror movie was like, I, you know what? As you got it, as much of a diamond as October the 13th is on a Friday. I'm gonna have to sacrifice something. I'm out of here. 
Yeah. yeah. I'm all right, man. Maybe, uh, um, and then just real brief, Barbie passed $1.342 billion, uh, which was earned by Deathly Hallows Part 2. So it is now Warner Brothers' highest grossing film of all time. Fuck yeah. So they're definitely going to be trying to find a way to do that again. Yeah, Barbie 2. Yeah, which there's which currently no plans for it. And Greta Gerwig even was like, I mean, nah, just no. do the one and I'm... I'm good. There is no need for a second one. If she can figure out a good sequel, then maybe, you know. But I'm as, telling you, as a stance, she's like, I don't know. They need to make it. They tease that it was that one old lady because she like, was like a tax evader or something yeah, the, like that. the woman who invented the Barbie. Barbie, yeah. And I, I think it'd be cool to see something like that. Yeah. Like if you did that. What was her name? Ruth Handler? Yeah. yeah. Handler. Apparently no. So Ruth Handler. <laughs> Not a vaguely misogynistic joke. <laughs> While we're talking about the Barbie movie. Hey, we already said it was gas, okay? Yeah, it's a good yeah. movie. It's very good. Uh, we're just making jokes here. Yeah, it's all in fun. At somebody else's expense. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like punching down, you know. Uh-uh, uh-uh. So, during an interview with Empire, Denny Villeneuve said that his dream would be to succeed in getting a Dune trilogy with his third film adapting the book Dune Messiah. So, he added, I will say there are words on paper. So, he's written something uh-huh. of, a, of a third movie. Right. So it sounds like the hope is there's a third movie because the, the announcement of Dune Part 2's release date and all that uh, had mentioned a potential trilogy, but it sounded really vague. So I think it's all very conditional of like, let's see how Dune Part 2 does. Because you figure Dune Part 2 was conditional to an extent, which is wild to me. <laughs> that toddy hitting you? Yeah, it's pretty good, man. <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah, I saw you biting that lip. <laughs> yeah, we were. You're like a drunk girl, dude. You're really just... Because you're living <laughs> in a material world, and uh, I am a material girl. So, uh, talking about Dune Messiah, yeah. uh, Denny Villeneuve says, uh, Dune Messiah was written in reaction to the fact that people perceived Paul Atreides as a hero, uh, which is not what he wanted to do, talking about the um, author, Frank Herbert. Uh, my adaptation of Dune is closer to his idea that it's actually a warning. So, you know, because the whole premise is that Paul Atreides gains power mm. and then turns into a not great person. You know, and it's that idea of absolute power corrupting absolutely. Nope. You know, And I think it's an interesting concept to make your lead somebody who f- follows their path and then ends up being not a good person. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's like, oh, man, it kind of, especially because it's, I've seen people compare it to like, other this is more sci-fi fantasy space fantasy um but i've seen people compare it to like the lord of the rings uh, game of thrones seems like things like that and like the there's politics behind it sure you know, it's higher yeah. um higher fantasy stuff there's a lot of world uh building i suppose uh-huh. that you're like oh okay there's all this is a whole world here yeah you know? it's, it's not just society. it's not just society. society it's so far in the future that it's alien yeah you know? um and so i think it's interesting to take like the hero's journey of like, you know, Frodo or, you know, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And then go, yeah, the hero. You've been, like, what if Frodo was a bad guy at the end? You know, when Frodo succeeds, he turns into the leader and is a bad person, right? And you're like, oh, shit, I've been rooting for this dude the whole time. You right, know? Yeah. And so I do think it's interesting to challenge that idea of, like, the hero story. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, so I'm, I'm cool with seeing the third movie be, here's the consequences of your actions, yeah. you know? I thought that'd be kind of interesting. So I, I hope that... Yeah, Dune Part One's really good. I think it it struggles being a Part One because it's a lot of setup, mm-hmm. you know. And then it kind of you think the second one's going to be the meat. Yeah, yeah. And so I think the first one struggles because it doesn't have the second one. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it definitely feels incomplete because sure. it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So hopefully Dune Part Two does really well and we get a Dune Messiah. That's not hope. Not part in the fucking trailer. 
That's all I can think of from it. Yeah. <laughs> Variety is reporting that SAG has said negotiations on a video game contract have come to a stalemate. Oof. And that a strike will be their next best step. Everyone's uh, striking, bro. Everyone's, well, it's SAG. Yeah. They're going to be in two strikes at once. Uh, they're so pushing the so they're, they're pushing for a strike authorization. Push so it. Because it's a separate contract from the AMPTP, mm-hmm. it's, it has to go to a vote. Like, hey, this contract is up now. It's not going well. We need to vote on it. And it sounds like it's some of the same uh, beef. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that they did mention, which I thought, yeah, that makes sense, is as the role that an actor plays in video games gets more and more physical and involved yeah. in actual acting. Yeah, it's not um, just voice acting. You know, some of the things that they want is like stunt safety, things like that. Yeah, um, I feel like that's pretty basic. Sure. And like one of the things that they mentioned was apparently uh, it's a common, not uncommon for you to do stunts in your audition. And they were like, no, we're not doing that anymore. You're not going to do stunts in your audition because okay. I'm not going to put my body on the line to not get the role. Okay, for sure. Right. And once I get the role, then we can talk about what what was a, what does a stunt proper, look yeah. like. Yeah. You know, but I'm not doing a stunt for a a, a chance, right? Yeah. And then do irreversible damage to my leg or whatever, and now I can't get any roles, right? Mm-hmm. So I think okay, that's fair. And then AI was a big one because it's even more. You know, you can see the jump in video games mm-hmm. much easier than you can in movies. You know, mm-hmm. of like yeah, they can easily just generate a voice, generate a face. We don't need an Ship actor. Ship it off, yeah. You know, um, and so that's kind of spooky. I mean. You figure, I think, about the footage that we saw of, like, on the one hand, it's really cool. On the one hand, it's really spooky. Uh, like, how easily it would be for, like we talked about, you and I to do facial mocap with your phone and all that mm-hmm. um, with the new Unreal Engine. There's a lot of technology to just generate a face. Yeah. You know? And then can you get somebody's likeness and things like that? And so, yeah, it's just a real weird, hairy thing of, like, if that is, uh, you know, it, say Ellie's face was more like Ashley Johnson's. Mm-hmm. Do they have the rights to Ashley Johnson's face? Right. You know, and then they can just use her face in perpetuity. Who knows, right? And so that's one of the things that they were really banging on about was AI has got to be addressed, mm-hmm. um, and it's just not not getting addressed. And so they're like, well, <laughs> we'll we see cool on the picket line. Yeah. Uh, the last time SAG struck against the video game industry was in October 2016, and it lasted nearly a year, like 11 months and some change. I just don't understand because like, AI will never be able to produce anything new. new. Right. It'll be recycled. It's all derivative. Yeah. Right. So. So innovation, I mean, it kind of falls apart of like, you're yeah, not like, going to get. Yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah. Like, how are you just going to make a good game? Everyone's going to be like, nah, I've seen that, done that. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, you figure, look at the state of movies and things like that, of or even video games, where you get a lot of the same stuff because that's they true. go, that's safe. That mm-hmm. worked. We're just yeah. going to do that again. That made a lot of money, so people are going to love it this year. Yeah, so we're just going to do it again. And then eventually you burn that out and you get stale. Look at superhero movies. Mm-hmm. You know, they've been underperforming lately because everybody's going, we've seen a superhero seen movie. We've seen superhero movies, you know. And I think you're going to look at Call of Duty, look at you know, Assassin's Creed, where they're like trying to go back to the drawing board and figure something else I mean, out. I feel like Assassin's Creed really started falling after Black Flag. Yeah, I think Black Flag was good because it was innovative. Yeah, it was. Oh, you're, you're a pirate. Yeah, you're you a pirate. Know, you had a whole pirate ship. Ocean is a whole new thing for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you figure they did a real big innovation with Origins, where you it was now it's an open world RPG. Yeah. Um, and it was like, oh, okay, that's interesting, you know. But then that got stale really fast. Um, you figure I played half of Odyssey and like some of Valhalla. Uh, but I, I mean, I 100. I watched you play Valhalla, and it didn't look good. No, nah, it was pretty stale. Yeah. Um, it had really good promise, but it didn't feel like Assassin's Creed. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so all of that to say, yeah, uh, well, you know, <laughs> good on you, Sag. Get your get your money. 
SAG, get that bag. You know? Get your money. Get your and that's the thing. is like they're not even, again, it's not get that bag. It's just get what you're owed. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Get a fair wage and be treated fairly. That's all we're asking. Um, so the bad news from Sony. Starting on September, from September 6th. So any changes that you make to your PlayStation Plus subscription. So that's what, like the essential, the extra, and the premium, I think, is the three tiers. I don't know if they're in that order or not. I have the second one. Yeah, I think I do too. So any changes that you make after September 6th will change your price to the new up upped price that they've made. Oh, shit. And then after November 6th, any renewal will be at the new price. So uh, this is for their 12-month subscriptions. So uh, currently they stand at, in, in order of tier from lowest to highest, fifty nine ninety nine, ninety nine ninety nine, and one nineteen ninety nine annually. They're going up to seventy nine ninety nine, one thirty four ninety nine, and one fifty nine ninety nine respectively. So increases by what twenty thirty five forty. Uh, and so, like I said, if you were to if you're on the second tier, and then after September sixth, you decide to upgrade right to the to Dude, the higher tier, one hundred twenty bucks. It'll be one hundred and sixty bucks a year if you upgrade right now. And then after your renewal, any time any renewal that takes place after November sixth will be at the new price. So you know you'll renew in. Or do you do monthly or annually? Monthly. So then this, I don't believe this affects you. This was only on the 12 month. Thank God. Um, so on the PlayStation blog, they had a really brief, like, hey, here's the change. Uh, and then their ex- explanation of the move was just, this price adjustment will enable us to continue bringing high-quality games and value-added benefits to your PlayStation Plus subscription service. So mm-hmm. I do wonder if they're going to add, like, are they going to sweeten the pot at all? Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, it, I don't know. I just had a big, like, oh, yeah, moment. Like, I launched on my PlayStation, mm-hmm. and I finally finished Survivor. Yeah. So, which we'll have to talk you, about. You did beat it? Yeah, I did beat oh, it. Yeah, so we'll, we'll talk about talk that. About that. About. And then I was like, well, like, I really don't have any other PlayStation games and any other games I want to play. I can just yeah. play on my PC. Yeah, but and you popped I, onto the... I popped onto the PlayStation Plus, and I saw that Miles Morales is on there, and I haven't played that one. Yeah. So, I was like, yo, yeah. let's go and grab that. Yeah. And I started playing it. So, I mean, I like all the PlayStation uh, yeah. exclusives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's, I think we're in a in a sweet spot, you and I, and people like us of having a high end gaming PC and having a PS Five. You kind of get your your you know best of both you worlds. Get, you know, get your cake and eat it too, you know, because anything that comes out on Xbox also comes out on PC, and then you got to pay the PlayStation exclusive. So you're kind of mm. right in the 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 shmoney. right in the money shop. You figure we were worried about Starfield when they when Bethesda was acquired, and then we got our computers upgraded, and we're mm-hmm. like. Psh, Fine. No fucking problem. No, no shot. Yeah. Oh. oh, pardon me. The microphone hit my chest. Uh, Sony also revealed that the PlayStation Portal, which is their handheld streaming gaming service, mm-hmm. or device, I mean, will be released in, quote, select markets. So I don't know exactly what those are. It's the U.S. and Canada for sure. Maybe the U.K. Um, they're major markets, basically. Uh, on November 15th, and pre-orders are currently available at a retail price of one ninety nine ninety nine, which I didn't think was bad for a sony device sometimes their their stuff they put out is like expensive i look at psvr it's like this psvr is like the same price as a ps5 just about Mm -hmm. and so it's like can't justify that man but so for a handheld device to be i remember the psp oh yeah dude that shit was gas i had a psp Mm -hmm. Yeah, what was it was a ps vita that was their second handheld that they made i didn't think it was as good but um I had a lot of friends that had PSPs. <laughs> I was on that shit. <laughs> playing Grand Theft Auto. Was it Chinatown? Mm-hmm. Wars? I was playing Naruto something. Yeah. That was the big one. I'd play that in Battlefront. And then there were a few God of War games that I played on it. 
Yeah. But, um, uh, yeah, let's see here. Sorry. Uh, IGN, actually, uh, this is, you know, throw some, some credit there. They had a preview of the device, and they did have this to say, which kind of clarified for me a little bit uh, what to expect from it. Uh, they say the portal is unlikely to be someone's primary way to play PS5 games. That's what your TV is for. Uh, but for times when someone else wants to use the TV, or maybe you have small kids in the home and don't want to put God of War on the big screen, maybe you just want to be able to play in a different room without buying another full-on TV. In that scenario, the portal offers a compelling use case. So basically, it, it, it's not a Steam Deck. Uh, it is the it's it's streaming whatever's on your PS5 onto the portal. Okay. So I don't know if the PS5 has to be on, if it can be in like the rest mode or whatever, but it sounds to me like you would have to be on a connection and the PS5 would have to be on a connection. I don't know if you have to be on the same connection or not. Um, you know what I mean? To stream to it. Yeah. But it's not like the Steam Deck where it's just a computer in your hands. Mm-hmm. So it's not a true PlayStation portable, I don't, I don't believe. It doesn't sound like it at least. Which is fine. I don't think I'd want a PlayStation portable. You don't think so? Mm-mm. But so I don't know. I mean, I don't think we're in a scenario where that's I mean, useful here. But I could see, like, you know, if Morgan and I had kids or whatever, and I don't want to have a, another big TV upstairs or anything like that, and kids are down here watching TV or whatever, I could see if I could all just play on it in my office. You know what I mean? But I don't know. Right now, I don't see a use for it in my life. Listen, I got the PS5, I got the Switch, and I got my computer. Like, I think. Yeah. I don't need anything else. Yeah. I got my Steam Deck, dude. That Steam Deck's coming clutch for Morgan. Oh, yeah. Because you are able to sign out and sign on as somebody else. Mm-hmm. So I just signed her on as her and handed it off to her and said Godspeed. And she's been playing Baldur's Gate on there. Just getting stanky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's in there fucking gating it up. Mm-hmm. Gating it up. Oh, well. So at the time of recording, Starfield has yet to be officially released yet. Mm-hmm. Uh it is still topping Xbox sales charts uh, and garnering thousands of Steam users. Mm. So the premium edition upgrade, which allows players to experience the game ahead of its September 6th release, is currently the best-selling item across the U.S. and U.K. Microsoft stores. Yeah. So uh, people who have Xbox Game Pass, I think they pay seventeen ninety nine a month for a Game Pass. It's included in Game Pass, and then you could inc- then you could upgrade to that premium edition to get it early for I think it was thirty five dollars basically. Amen. So, people are spending thirty five bucks to play it. You know, five days early. People are on Steam paying a hundred dollars for the premium edition. Yeah, that was my big fat ass. A couple of chumps. You, yeah, know, you and me, baby. I, just, I even told you too. Like, I was I'm not there. gonna do it. Yes, yeah, yeah, you and I both were like, yeah, fuck it. We're just yeah, gonna we're on Discord, and I was just like, I can't, I can't justify it. Like, no, like I'm just gonna <laughs> wait. It's a couple of days. What the fucks are gonna hurt? We got off, and I downloaded it that <laughs> yeah. night. It was, I was like, like, I gotta, it was I gotta like, get it. It was like the fucking goblin mask, you know, <laughs> when it's just on the yeah, on the yeah, dumpster talking to him, you know. No, please, like, you're gonna do this for me. <laughs> you're gonna play Starfield. No, you're weak. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> Kill Spider. <laughs> no, get out of my head. That was Boom. us. That was us. As soon as yeah, ah, <laughs> kill, kill. Ah. it was just we had to get in there. Uh, <laughs> oh, I can't wait to talk about it. So, uh, let's burn it through. Yeah, the game has received a mixture of reviews, uh, with it landing generally favorable in the seven and eight and nine out of ten range. So, I think a lot of people had like ten out of ten expectations for it, mm. and it's so a lot of people are coming up disappointed. I think. Yeah. Um, where it's like, well, 
sorry, like it's not a 10 out of 10, but I do think it's been hurt a little bit because I've seen a lot of comparisons online. I think it's been hurt a little bit by the release of Baldur's Gate of like, that's a 10 out of 10 RPG. Well, where are you at? Bethesda, mm-hmm. you know, it's been eight years, whatever, right? And so people are like, if this didn't come out of 10 out of 10, what are you doing, right? Mm-hmm. So I do think it's been hobbled by that a little bit. I saw someone tweeting about No Man's Sky, mm-hmm. which made me think, how bad do you think No Man's Sky's hurting right now? Everyone's kind of dropping it for Starfield because, I mean, it's, essentially it was promised to be the upgraded version, mm-hmm. more detailed. Yeah, yes and no. I think there's things that Starfield does much better. But I also think there's things that No Man's Sky does much better. I think all the space stuff, No Man's Sky has it beat. Yeah. Um, and then the RPG elements, which I don't think No Man's Sky promised to be an RPG. Mm-mm. So I think the RPG stuff, I mean, yeah, if you like a Bethesda RPG, you'll like Starfield. Yeah. But don't go to Starfield looking for Bethesda's take on No Man's Sky, because it's not that. Mm-mm. The space stuff, honestly, like we're going to do a quick little aside and talk about Starfield, I think. The space stuff kind of feels like an afterthought. You think? In their development, yeah. Oh, I like the little, you could like change the engines and the shields. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about there's a thousand planets to explore and things oh. like that. It, it has the issue that start, that No Man's Sky had at launch. Yeah, it's just bleak. With the added issue of it's not as easy to explore space in Starfield as it is in No Man's Sky. Uh-uh. Dude, it's fucking hard. So many fucking menus and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, and loading screens and shit like that. No Man's Sky, you can just fly down to the planet's surface, check it out, and go, this yeah. looks like a fucking boring place, and just dip. Yep. Starfield, you gotta load, come in, pick a landing spot, land there. Dude, I fucking hate that. See, I that, there's, see that there's shit like a thousand meters away in either direction and go, well, I'll run out of that, and that's a fucking meteorite, and yeah. then you go, sick, and yeah. then you leave, right? The space is really disappointing, yeah. but the RPG stuff, the cities, dope as fuck. They're cool. I just got to Neon. Oh, I haven't gotten there yet, so don't yeah. say nothing. It's a neon city. I know, but is it like Blade Runner? Blade Runner, Cyberpunk, mm-hmm. a little bit, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. A bunch of strip clubs and stuff. Uh, I haven't gotten that deep in yet. so I don't I don't think so, but I mean... I hope so. They're like producing a drug there. It's like a pharmaceutical company owns oh, the city. Yeah, it's like a big corporation. Mm-hmm. And so they are technically inside the free... What is it, the Free Star? Okay. Uh, alliance or whatever. Yeah. But they're independent. All right. So the only thing is like when you get there, the Free Star is like... Yeah, we're going to check you for contraband. And then you get there, and now you're under the rule of Neon. So Neon's kind of like independent, but under the protection of Freestar. Um, and so they produce this drug there that you're not allowed to take out of the city. Um, what is it? Uh, it's called Aurora, I think, was what it was called. I bet you it's worth a bunch of money. Yeah, so I'm like, I wonder if there's... there's I'm sure there's a mission to like be a smuggler, smuggler. and shit. That's yeah. my first thought. Because as I'm soon as I got there, there was somebody man. getting like... The shakedown at the gate of like, what are you trying to do? Fucking leave the city with this, dude. You know better. Like, let's like take it to jail, you know. And the guy's like, come on, I think we can figure this out. And they're like, we don't take bribes, buddy. Hey, so, from him, yeah, right. Yeah, like my yeah, I got that motherfucking persuasion check. Yeah, like, I've, I've been on it. Yeah. I've been on it. Yeah, I'm a bard. Wait, yeah. <laughs> just a space bard. You just fucking marshmallow. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so with the apparent success of their space adventure, Bethesda has confirmed that the Elder Scrolls Six. Uh, which was announced all the way back in 2018, mind you, has now entered, quote, early development. Yeah. Well, I know they came out and they said that they're working on something else before Elder Scrolls. It was this. Oh, yeah, it was Starfield. Yeah. But, so it's kind of, it feels like, all right, so then you shouldn't have announced it in 2018. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they announced it basically at the same time as they announced Starfield, which seems like a weird move. When you've got them going the reverse, you figure, I remember when they announced Fallout 4, there was like something like maybe seven months 
before release when they announced it, and that was fucking hype. Yeah. I remember the fucking website turned into a countdown mm-hmm. for Fallout, and you were like, the fuck? I remember getting that for Christmas. Like, yeah. that's right when it came yeah. out. It was around Christmas time. Yeah. And so, yeah, the, the fucking website turned into a countdown, and when the countdown ended, it was a full trailer mm-hmm. for Fallout 4, and I was like, and guess what, bitch? It's coming out in November, and it's like fucking May or something, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And you're like, what? Oh, my God. And then you've got the reverse of that, where they're like, here's a really pretty tell-you-nothing splash screen that says Elder Scrolls Six, and guess what? You're going to have to wait like 12 years to play it. Yeah. And you're like, why even? Well, yeah. Yeah. What are you doing? I think it was a, they had themselves in a weird spot of, they spent a lot of time on Fallout 76. Mm-hmm. Wasn't well received. And then they were like, all right, well, we're making a space game. So that's pretty dope. And everybody's like, <laughs> uh-huh. all, right, uh-huh. all, right, all right, But where's Elder Scrolls? Like, it's mm-hmm. been, we, we, it's been seven been. years since you made Skyrim. And they were like, here's Elder Scrolls 6, bitch. And everybody's like, oh, my God. Not knowing it was going to be another six years. years before it went into development. Yeah. So that's crazy to me. That seems like a real big... That's going to make people more mad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have seen a lot of rage. Yeah. And then I think it's setting themselves up for hype that they can't meet, maybe. I think they fall into another Starfield where you're going to have a not insignificant number of people that go, this game has to be a 10 out of 10 to meet the expectations that I have for a game over 20, you know, over 10 years in the making. We, we got to move on because I want to talk about this a lot more and what you've been thinking about. Okay. So, uh, Knock at the Cabin. Yes is an M. Night Shyamalan film. Mm. stars um, Dave Batista. Old David Batista. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, a family of three. Um, what is it? It was Adam and Eric. Uh, Andrew and Eric. Andrew and Eric and their daughter, Wen, mm-hmm. uh, are just camping out at a cabin on like a little family vacation. A little family retreat. And then uh, big old Dave Batista walks up and starts Jay chilling with Wen and his three yeah, four of them. His three compatriots kind of start to walk up, and Wen gets bad vibes, runs inside, and is like, hey, Dad? Dad? Some, Some weird f- motherfuckers outside. And they didn't believe her. Yeah, they, they were they kind were of like, like oh, <laughs> you're crazy, kid. What are you talking about? You know. I'm like, I mean, bro, if my kid came up to me, like, someone's trying to get in the house, I'd be like, where the fuck are what? they at? Yeah. So, that's the setup. Uh, is there, There's a family of three at the cabin. These four people want to get in, mm-hmm. seem to have ill intent. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're too vague. Yeah, we're pretty vague. Uh, I think we we just rate it, yeah, and then just fully spoil it. Yeah. So, uh, how do we rate stuff? So you can be overwhelmed, which means you thoroughly enjoyed the film; it surpassed your expectations. You can yeah. be underwhelmed, which means you didn't like the film; uh, yeah. you didn't meet your expectations. It's quite the stinker. Yeah. Or you can always be right in the middle and be simply, simply whelmed. Uh, you want a one, two, three, it or just yeah. All right, yeah, one, one and a half. No, uh-huh. uh-huh. one, two, three. Underwhelmed. Yeah, underwhelmed. I was thinking either simply whelmed or underwhelmed, but like if I'm simply whelmed, it's the bottom of simply whelmed. Yeah. I fell asleep. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I fell asleep during it, bro. Yeah. You also yeah. did get incredibly comfy over there. I dude, you don't you don't fucking you had know. a belly full of food on you. Mm-hmm. Fucking feet up under mm-hmm. a blanket, head mm-hmm. on the pillow. Mm-hmm. Fucking snoring and I was like Dude At first I thought it was the dog, so I listened for a minute and then I like saw your mouth kind of just <gasps> slacked and I was like Chris like, not answering. I was like Chris, and you're like, huh? I was like, you fucking sleeping over there? And you're like, no. Uh-uh, I, was uh-uh. like, I fucking heard you snore. And you're like, uh, I don't think you did. Kind of straightened up a little bit. <laughs> like, ah, I better fucking lock it in. But to be fair, you also fell asleep at the theater watching Indiana Jones. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, you ain't got to expose me like that, bro. <laughs> I'm just a sleepy boy. What you do you want to be from sleeping? 
Mm-hmm. You sleep like an old man, dude. I just can't hit that rim. Hmm? I just I just, I can't lick the rim. Pardon? I I can't hit rim. Oh, rim. Yeah, rim. rim. <laughs> I can't hit the rim. I was like, what the fuck are you saying to me right now? I can't lick it. You know? I was like, is this is this some slang that the kids are using nowadays? <laughs> can't hit the rim. I'm like, it's the rim. It's the rim. You know. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, it's a pretty brisk film. Uh, all in all, mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't, right. I didn't feel like a drug or anything. It was just, it kind of felt like nothing happened. Yeah, they, but everything happened. They came, so yeah, they came in. They're like, "This is what's gonna happen." Yeah, here's fucking uh, and then, like Malfoy. Here's Ronald Weasley. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dave. Here's Batista, the wrestler, um, and then two women no. that I don't. I recognize the cook vaguely, but I don't know why. I, I wouldn't know why. And I didn't recognize the nurse at all. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So. Kind of, yeah, whatever, right? But all of that to say, basically they're like, they, they spent a lot of time like beating around the bush, being like, we're going to make you guys make an impossible choice. And uh, we're sorry about that. But uh, they like introduce themselves. Yeah, they like introduce themselves. Here's who I am, things like that. You start to unravel that basically they've all four had premonitions of sorts, uh, or they claim to have had visions of sorts of the end times. And coming to this cabin... One of the three, one of the, basically one of the family members is going to have to die by the hands of the family. They get to pick who that sacrifice is going to be, but it has to be them uh, doing it. Basically, and you can't commit suicide. Yeah, you can't commit suicide. You have to be killed by a family member, and basically, you know, Batista can't like pick one of the husbands up and snap his neck. Mm-hmm. It has to be them picking somebody and killing them, or else the the world's going to end. There's going to be floods. Yep. And then a plague. Yep. Disease. And, yeah. And that, that's a plan. Er, yeah, yeah, you're right. And then the sky's going to fall mm-hmm. like shards of glass, was how they described yeah. it. And then the last thing was God, God's hand or God's fingers will scorch the earth. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, all right, cool. Yeah. You guys are fucking insane, right? And so, like, th- I think that was... So we made... <laughs> we're going to sound backwards, or at least I will. Last week, we complained about M. Night Shyamalan always having a twist and that kind of working against him. Yeah. I think... I don't really think there was a twist in this movie. No, and I think that, and I think that worked against him. Against him. <laughs> uh, he just didn't pull it off in this one. No. This one needed a twist of some kind. Yeah. It didn't have to be like a hard handbrake turn, no. but it needed to have like an extra wrinkle at the end. Yeah. Or, or they keep you in the dark longer. Yeah. Where basically very quickly in the movie, they kind of start to prove that they're right. Mm-hmm. And it made it really hard for you to not believe them. Right. You know what I mean? Where, like, Rupert Grint, uh, who plays, um, what does he say his name is? Redmond? Redmond. He's the first one. Basically, if you guys refuse, we're going to unleash a plague on the earth. And they're like, yeah, no, we're not going to fucking kill one of our family members. Oh, Rupert. He killed himself. Oh, Rupert Grint. He didn't have a bad Boston accent. No. I didn't feel like his Britishness poked through at all. Uh, but yeah, he fucking takes a knee. Why does he always play, like, mean characters, I've noticed? He always plays like a dick. I mean, I really only know him for Ron Weasley. Right. What else has he been in? I've seen him in this, and he was in something else. I can't remember, but again, his character was just very much like a dick. Just like, what an yeah. asshole. I don't know, maybe he's good at it. I, you know, I guess so. Yeah, because he was kind of a fuck in this. Yeah. Convincingly, like, oh, what a prick. Oh, I did want to mention, like, when they first get into the cabin, Eric and Andrew do a pretty good job of defending the castle. Yeah. Of like, you know, we got to barricade the doors, lock them every day, everything down. They don't have weapons with them, really. Mm-hmm. So they took the fire pokers and stuff of like, all right, you know, here's a hard, you know, cast iron, yeah. um, you know, 
weapon Point of sorts. Spear, Pointed yeah. spear and yeah, hook. Fucking Andrew is just beating the fuck Molly out, of, out of Rupert Grant, out of Redmond. He is just popping them lefts and rights. And he's just taking them, too. Yeah, he's just like, He didn't even have his arms up. He's just fucking rocking his head side to side, stum, stumbling backwards with a bloody nose. And I was like, my God, he's giving him the shots, dude. Giving him the business. And then finally fucking Batista steps in and just baps him. Yeah. It's like, all right, this is getting bad. But, uh, yeah, he really was giving him the fucking number, dude. <laughs> you and I both were like, my God. Holy shit. <laughs> he's he's going to kill this man. Yeah, he's going for him. And, uh, yeah, and they do quickly reveal that there is a gun with them, but it's out in the car. Um, yeah, in the trunk. In the trunk. Yeah, and so it's like, oh, well, I didn't really do any good in here. Mm-mm. So he's like, all right, well, whatever. They get tied down. Uh, they refuse. Rupert Grant gets down on a knee, fucking puts on, uh, looks like a bookcase, <laughs> you know, like the book covers. The <laughs> yeah, little, he looks like, like Batman. Ones. Yeah. Well, uh, Kind of looked like a clan member. Oh, just well, a little white hood on his head. We always get like the black ones and stuff like that, and they have the two ears. Like, yeah, the yeah. Pulls it down over his head, and you're like, and he's like yelling at them to look at him. Yeah, and then he says something about like, "I'm fucking scared, man. Look at me." And they're like, "Okay, what?" And then the two ladies just step out and chop him in the head with their weapons. And then Batista steps up and chops his head off with an axe, and then throws up. Yep, and they throw him outside, cover him with a blanket of some kind, and. Mm-hmm. Everybody pukes and gathers themselves, and then it's like, let's get that fucking TV on, huh? Yeah. So they turn the TV on, news shows, fucking earthquakes, massive tsunami mm. hitting, like, the Washington, Oregon coast, and, uh, like, big fucking tsunami, yeah. like a 50-foot wave. Yeah. And uh, I was like, ah, oh, damn, that's a big-ass wave. That's a huge wave. So that wasn't very cash money, and mm. you're like, oh, okay, well, that's the first. They did say there'd be floods and tsunamis and shit, so maybe they're right. You know, They're Eric. Kinda... Eric has a concussion. Yeah, because when they first broke in, he was tripped. They dropped his ass. Yeah, he was fighting the the nurse. the nurse, and, and he, she tripped. He knocked him. her down, and then she tripped him with his with her weapon, and he mm. bashed his head on the floor hard. Yeah, which you figure that happens a lot in fights and stuff. When you punch somebody and they mm-hmm. fall, they can die just from bouncing off the concrete. That's terrifying. Yeah, easy to accidentally kill somebody in a fist fight. Yeah, so he is concussed, and Eric's all worried about. Uh, that they might be right. Andrew's over here, like, fucking, you keep you just, you stick with me, baby. We're we're gonna be all right. Out. Yeah, we're gonna be all right. And then basically, yeah. Once they kind of show the hand, I was like, okay, maybe there's still a gimmick here, mm-hmm. right? But then after, who's the second one? The the cook. Yeah, the nutritionist. She yeah, she goes the same way. Uh, she fucking gets down on her knees. They chop her, and then. Uh, Fucking all of a sudden, here's a fucking uh, a disease that's outbreaking, you know, and is filling the hospitals up. It was very COVID esque, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, yeah, except it's affecting kids, and it's like, oh man, you know, the fucking kids are dying from plague. And the people are just dropping like flies. Yeah, and um, she's like, all right, I think they might be might be right, you know, and it's like, all right, come on, guys, and they they really drug out this like, but there's got to be, you know, it's got to be a lie, right? Mm-hmm. And then both dads fucking stage a breakout, right? Because Wen gave uh, Eric a knife, yep. so he's been cutting his rope, and Andrew's been wiggling his wrist enough that he's kind of loose. And so they, you know, Wen makes a distraction, starts screaming and crying, and Batista's over there like, we're going to count down from backwards from five, okay? You know, he's trying to What a gentle down. giant. Yeah, because he he's, he's a kindergarten teacher, mm-hmm. wasn't he? Second grade. Second grade teacher. And so he's like, Wen, we're going to count down from five together, okay? And he starts five, four, and she's still screaming. He's like, all right, let's try again, you know? <laughs> and he's trying to reason with her. And that gives Andrew plenty of time to fucking get himself bust loose, out. bust out, gets he out sneaks there. sneaks out. Yeah, he kind of sneaks out, 
and uh, the nurse catches him, uh, runs up, busts, busts his fucking knee his kneecap, with like a fucking sledgehammer mm-hmm. to the back of his knee. And you're like, oh! And yet she's know? like, I'm sorry, I just did she's that like, to stop I did you. the knee just to stop you. Like, I'm trying to, you know... <laughs> She's trying to explain why she's hurting him. Yeah. He fucking like threw his pocket sand on the bitch, just hits yeah. her right in the face with <gasps> sand. And I was like, yep. That's, I even asked, I was like, was that fucking pocket sand? Mm-hmm. And you're like, sure it was. And so he gets in the car, fucking crawls through the back, is getting in there. She busts out the fucking the back, window. back window and it's like stabbing him in the side. Yeah, she's got a, a knife taped to the back, like the bottom of it, like yeah. bottom of the sledge. Yeah, and so she's stabbing him in the side and as he's fiddling with the fucking safe. He's and, just taking them. Yeah, shanks, and he's, he's loading up his mag for his pistol, which that kind of annoyed me why it wasn't, why wasn't the, if it's already in the safe, why wasn't the mag loaded? You know what I mean? Can you have it loaded? I don't know. I mean, I guess it depends. They were in Pennsylvania. I'm sure you can. Uh, if, it's, yeah. if it's in the back and in a safe. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's is it considered readily available? I don't know. Either way, yeah, it was like, eh, why isn't the gun loaded already? Yeah, it's it's already secured in a safe. But either way, so he's sitting there loading up the mag, and I was like, let's just load like two rounds. You That's know? all you need. Turn around, pop the bitch, yeah. and then finish loading the mag. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He but, took like but four he's shanks. Like, he's like, well, I mean, it says it holds thirteen, so he's loading all the rounds, and uh, he does fire a warning shot uh, like past her head, and she freaks out, and he's like, fucking leave, bitch, and she's like. <laughs> Copy. I'm out here. Drops her weapon and runs off into the woods. So he's like, all right. So he fucking goes back inside. Yeah, he's like, it's a fucking pick, you know, stick up. Dave Batista's like, oh, all right, let me just fucking relax now, you know? And uh, fucking the nurse, I can't think of her name, just like in a Hail Mary, just comes storming into the back door, yeah. screaming. And then pop, pop. <laughs> yeah, he fucking hits her with a one tap right in the mm-hmm. gut. She just drops dead, and Batista's like, fuck. <laughs> Walks over and just chops her head off with the goddamn axe mm-hmm. and the, the husbands are like what the hell he's like i ain't got a choice in this. i got a choice man and you can he did a really good job of like showing like he takes no pleasure in doing yeah that, like whatsoever yeah like this is what has to be done mm-hmm. you know and there was a very interesting wrinkle that they added that i thought oh okay maybe there is going to be something here and then it just was nothing which i really feel is a, a strange thing there the movie kind of does a thing of like flashing back to moments in their life as a family yeah where you see like eric and andrew having dinner with Andrew's parents mm-hmm. and you can they, tell that they don't seem very accepting. They're kind of there for like 45 minutes and then leave. He makes a comment like they drove seven hours to stay for 45 minutes. And then one of the flashbacks is like them adopting when uh, from presumably China, mm-hmm. uh, it seems. And then we see them at a bar when they're discussing the adoption yep. process. And somebody rolls up on them. And is kind of like, Hey, well you guys shut the fuck up, yep. you know? And they're like, are we being loud? You yeah, know? And the guy's like, just shut the fuck up. And then you kind of get the vibe like, okay, he, he doesn't like what they're talking about, mm-hmm. right? Uh, it's definitely a, a homophobic thing. Mm-hmm. And Andrew says some of the effect of like, how about you just go back to your fucking seat, dude? Yeah. Like, And the guy's like, fuck you guys. And he walks off, you know. And he comes storming up behind Andrew and bashes him in the head with a beer bottle. Mm-hmm. And then picks up another beer bottle and, and bashes again. him again. And like... Beer bottles are actually hard. Like, oh, yeah. They'll fuck you yeah, up. Yeah, you'll hospitalize somebody mm-hmm. with that. And you see him getting the glass pulled out and probably stitches and stuff. And he talks about needing therapy and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you get a nice little montage of him basically like never again kind yeah. of attitude. Yeah. And you see him at the gym just <laughs> laying into a boxing mm-hmm. bag and training and things mm-hmm. like that. And you're like, there's that boxing. He was beating yep. Andrew's ass. Yeah, he was, he was beating Redmond's ass. Giving him the business. Yeah. Well, the reveal is that he's very certain that Redmond was that guy that yeah. went to jail. Because Redmond so. even said something about like, He's done time. At a bar in Boston. He went, he he took some time and things like that. The bar in Boston was where that happened. And so he's like, that was, that was O'Bannon yeah. or whatever the guy's name yeah. was. Different beard, you know, a little heavier now. Yeah, but. but that's the guy. And they're like, no, 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 this is all random. And he's like, no, this is targeted. Yeah. Like, you know, 
And he's thinking, I bet it was that guy's idea that you guys all came here, and he, you know, he's taking advantage of you guys, and because uh, he's like, what a human's right, mm-hmm. a human rights lawyer, mm-hmm. and so he's trying to build this case that like, you guys are having a, fa- a shared delusion, and he's taking advantage of you, and convinced you guys to come here and do this, you know, and he's terrorizing us because we put him in jail, mm-hmm. right? And they're like, no, 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 and then when he pulls out the guy's ID, he goes and gets Redmond's ID, and it's that guy, yeah. And so I thought, oh shit, he was right, Mm-mm. and then no. Uh, no. no, that just, just doesn't go anywhere. Random, it was, it was a just, random what a guy. coincidence. Yeah. No, no, no. No, it was the guy. Oh. Yeah, the ID was O'Bannon. Oh. So it was him. Yeah, and they just I thought it wasn't him. No, 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 it was. And then that just didn't matter. So it was just what a weird coincidence that yeah. the guy that... I mean, too late now, I guess. Yeah. He's dead. But the guy that gay-bashed them at the bar is then... <laughs> just got gay-bashed is the guy that was by here. Batista. Like, what do you want? You know, like, don't be saying shit like that and that shit won't happen to you. If you say homophobic shit, we should just start bashing your heads in. That makes the most <laughs> sense to me. We're not in. We're not calling for violence. We're not inciting violence. We are not. Not you, patriots. <laughs> <laughs> Fight like diamonds, like demons. <laughs> Fight like hell. Bougie, baby. <laughs> no, this is the first time I've heard of this. That's my favorite fucking meme right now. <laughs> Oh, man. Anyways. Uh, yeah, so Redmond gets... You find out that Redmond is the guy that like beat him up in the bar, and then uh, it just didn't matter, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is really weird. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then finally, uh, Batista is just like, well, <laughs> look at the time. Let's, uh, let's step out on the back porch for me, huh? Uh, I'm going to kill myself, and when I do, you guys are going to have a very short window of opportunity mm-hmm. to stop the final apocalypse. Because uh, basically the, the stakes are... If they don't do this, the end of the world will happen, and but they, they live. will live. So it'll just be the three of them on on Earth, Earth, right? And um, so that's not cool, mm-hmm. right? But then you also don't want to kill your family members, whatever, right? And uh, yeah, and so they send Wen to go play in the treehouse with her music on, and kind of chat with Batista, and then uh, Batista kills himself, slits his throat. Hard and lightning strikes start just <laughs> lighting the forest on fire and shit, uh, and. Mm. Uh, old uh, Eric and Andrew have a nice conversation heart to heart where uh, they're trying to decide which one to do it and Eric's kind of like you should probably kill me yeah and Andrew's like no no and Eric's like yeah but you should and he's like alright no. then uh, he kind of tells him what he pictures the future would be for when and him and it's kind of you know, a nice little sweet moment and then uh, you just hear pop pop where, <laughs> where Andrew shoots Eric and he goes you just and gets, hear him you just hear him yell Riverside motherfucker <laughs> and then just pop pop Pop, pop. He fucking empties, he empties a clip on him. Yeah. You hear him reload. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's dead. He's dead. A lot of pent-up anger in that relationship. But, uh... Yeah. Riverside, the, motherfucker. The Don sends his regards. <laughs> what? It's a ga- it's now a mob hit? Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Was it leave the gun, take the cannoli? Yeah, leave the gun, take, take the, the cannoli. cannoli. Uh, yeah, and so he fucking goes and gets Wen out of the treehouse, and she's like... Did Daddy Eric save the world? And Andrew's kind of like, <laughs> starts crying. breaking down. Yeah, gets in, hugs her. And then it does this really weird thing where, like, even the way the ending is filmed feels like there's going to be a last reveal. Like something. Yeah. And so, like, they go get the truck. Uh, it again confirms, like, all these people were telling the truth. Yep. Uh, they, they drive came to, the to a conclusion. Diner. They came to the conclusion that they're the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Yeah. Um, what was it? Uh, the one cook was the nature. Well, nurturing as opposed to 
because they're kind of like the antithesis of the horsemen, yeah. where like she feeds people versus um, you know famine, mm-hmm. and then what was Leonard Wrath or was he Death? Leonard was Guidance. Guidance, which I I don't know what his what you know what what he would be the opposite of because then you've got disease, which was the nurse, mm-hmm. and I don't remember what the other two like one of them would have been war, which was maybe maybe Rupert yeah maybe uh, Redmond, and then you've just got death, yeah. which I guess would be maybe Batista yeah I guess I don't know man. I don't know man See, it doesn't make fucking sense yeah it was kind of a a, a thin thread there but then yeah they say so they pull up on this diner and they go in and a bunch of people are watching the tv and there's basically just intercutted news footage of like all these apocalypses just stopped and they're like oh shit i guess it was we it worked and mm-hmm. then they get in the car and they leave yeah, and then he finds out because the whole time they're kind of questioning if they are who they really are yeah and they find their bags and shit and he finds their bag and he mm-hmm. brought his uh second grade plaque that he got for like teacher of the year or something yeah. like that and all his kids signed it yeah and i was like Oof. yeah heavy tough Hate to see it. So yeah, I mean, it, and yeah, and it was kind of, felt kind of drawn out at the end there, <laughs> yeah. which is like I said, made it feel like there was gonna be a where's the punch a, a twist because I think one of two things had to happen: either you don't believe them for the whole movie, and then the reveal at the end is that they were they're telling right. the truth. But like, or, I don't know, like halfway through it, you're like, oh right, yeah, they're probably telling the truth. Yeah, very early on, you're like, yeah, yeah it seems like, like they're, they're telling they the truth. They ain't messing around. Yeah, or I don't know, like I thought maybe they would pull like a. Um, the fog or is the mist the mist and that they weren't they didn't get it on time that would have been good that would have been a good twist if like the apocalypse still happens what the fuck are we doing we need to be writing shit down <laughs> all right we need to be making shit well, we except, need to be making phone except calls. our ability is to take a mostly finished product and then tweak it so we really we need to be script doctors is what we need to be yeah. where we take mostly fin like okay yeah there's a lot of promise here but you need to do this, yep. right? So that's what we could do. We could be script doctors. That's right. Call me doctor. I'm the love doctor. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I don't know. It was underwhelming. That's all right. I uh, probably won't watch it again. Yeah. If we go by our metric of um, it, if depending on how you can, you know, follow our ranking system, if underwhelming means bad, it was underwhelming. Mm-hmm. If underwhelming means that it didn't even meet your expectations, then I would say this was simply whelming. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because this met my expectations. I expected it to be mid yeah, as fuck. Yeah, it, yeah, it was just, yeah, not good. No. Yeah. Didn't like it. Mm-mm. Like, I didn't I didn't hate it, which is why I was first feeling simply whelmed, but I disliked it more than I liked I it. Agreed. So, I agree. I agree with yeah, you. Underwhelmed. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. Check it out. It's 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 included in your <sighs> prime, but you're not missing anything. No. Yeah, I don't think there's like... Some time. Yeah. Yeah, there's <laughs> nothing in it that I'm like, that makes it worth the time. Yeah, uh uh-uh. Because there's not even a part that like I'd YouTube that, you know what I mean? Yeah, no. Uh, maybe, no. maybe just the clip of Rupert Andrew beating the shit out of Redmond. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like seeing him lay the fucking body shots, fucking the head shots him. on him. He was working his ass over. Hard <laughs> <laughs> oh, work, work, work. Pop, 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 pop. Yeah. So I don't know. Didn't like it. wasn't great. What uh, What you been thinking about, Chris? Actually, what I think you meant to say is, Welcome back to Chris's Scripted Corner. I'm your host, Chris. <laughs> I kind of just want to talk about Starfield. <laughs> like, I ain't going to lie. Like, yeah. I was thinking about it, and then we started talking about it, and I was like, we're just leading into Yeah, maybe somebody. we're going to actually just do a, what you've been thinking about. Yeah. And just do a long... We're both thinking about Starfield, mm-hmm. and just the... the it, 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 it in general. Yeah, yeah. 
So let's just talk about that then. Yeah, sounds good. That's what we're both thinking about. You start, man. Um, yeah. So I mean, first impressions. First of all, how far in are you, like time wise? I am currently part. Because I don't want to spoil it for anybody. I'm level five. You're only level five. Yeah. Are you sure? I haven't been using my skill points, and I know when you use your skill points, they give you experience. Because I used one, and then I was like level four, and I was like, oh, word. I just haven't used them. But also, I've been doing a lot more exploring than anything else. Sure. Yeah, because I'm, like, I'm fucking level eight. I could be a higher level. I don't know. I Last I checked, I was level uh, five. Man, that'd be surprising. But so, yeah, the some of the perks that I choose, so you can obviously like pick factions. Right. Yeah. We've talked about the game. If you listen to the show, yeah, yeah. you know where we're at. And so far, I'm with, uh, what is it, the Collector's Guild? No. The Constellation? Constellation. Yeah. The Collector's Guild. Basically, dude, they collect artifacts. That's all they've been doing. Yeah, they're basically Indiana Joneses, but space. <laughs> it belongs in a museum! Uh, no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. It belongs with the Where the it originated from. It. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> what was it? Who, who had the idea for an Indiana Jones movie where... They're just, it's somebody putting the stuff back. Oh, um, yeah, I can't remember. I don't remember what we were watching, but somebody had that idea. And I was like, that's, we're like, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. What if Indiana Jones is the bad guy in this? Yeah. So whoever had that idea, we want to give them credit, but I don't remember. Yeah. It was like a, maybe a YouTube video or a podcast. So, I don't something remember. like that. But somebody had the idea for that, and that's a good idea. Anyways. Um, and so you can pick some perks, and some of the, the three perks I picked was a bounty hunter. Right. So that's your background. Or my background. I chose a bounty hunter, which uh-huh. gives me a boost in piloting, which. I think it's definitely coming to play because I'd be pulling some hardcore maneuvers and I'm just yeah. kick ass at flying yeah. this bitch. So that could be because yeah, I, I struggle in the space combat. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, and I didn't take that kind of th- a perk. So I think I've only blown up in the ship once. Yeah, I told you I kind of got stuck in a save loop uh-huh. of like when it auto loads me back in. They just melt you. They just yeah. I, so I had to like hold my finger over tab, and as soon as I loaded in, hit tab to get to the map, and then jump. When did you? When were you able to customize your ship? Because I haven't been able to do that. Like, at what point? Did you hit a certain part, or was it just always readily available? It's available if you just go to the... When you dock somewhere, mm. so, like, at a city. New Atlantis. Let's just say New Atlantis. Yes, yeah. When you go to New Atlantis, and the guy's there, like, hey, your uh, your ship's here, or whatever, you know. If you talk to him, I think the first option is, like, pay a 1,000 credits to repair your ship. And then the second option is, like, I want to view and modify... My ships. I'll be fucking doing that before I go to bed. Yeah, and you can just do whatever you want. It costs money, and I think there's some things that are locked behind different skills and oh stuff. Oh, my God. Where it's like, well, you don't have this skill, so you can only have two weapons instead of three different Jeez. weapon types and things like that. But, but, yeah, I mean, you can upgrade your ship. I've been seeing a bunch of stuff for money glitches, but it's like, but you can't win achievements for it. And I was like, right, I've yeah. never been an achievements man. Like, they don't really mean nothing to me in a yeah, game. Yeah, if you use cheats, the game... Says, well, you're locked from achievements. Yeah, which is fine. I don't really don't fucking care. Yeah. I'm just having fun with the game. That, to me, is yeah. what's most important. Yeah. But the cheat's not working, and it's really making me mad. But it's supposed to give you billions of credits. That doesn't feel fun, though. I just want to do it for the spaceship. I wouldn't spend it on anything else. Yeah. I'd just strictly do it for the uh, ship modification. Yeah, ship I want to make the Falcon. Yeah. I, I saw, saw one. somebody made the Millennium Falcon. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've seen one. They made the Falcon and the X-Wing. I'd like to see a Y-Wing. I think that one would be super realistic, too, because I always thought the yeah. Y-Wing looked pretty, like, if something were to be high-tech like that. Yeah. You know, obviously, the Millennium Falcon seems a little far-fetched, but yeah. the Y-Wing. Yeah. No? I like the idea of the bombers. Being the A-bombers or V-bombers? V-bombers. And the little red ones? Yeah. Yeah, real quick. Yeah. And I like the idea of, like, having the bombs on a rig that, like, they kind of get conveyor belt mm-hmm. shot out, so that mm-hmm. way they have... Momentum moving, you know. 
it's like how do you do a bomber in zero g you just mm-hmm. give it a little push yeah. you know and then they just just don't stop until they hit something mm-hmm. that makes me think there's a really good like while we're talking about space rpgs in one of the mass effects there's a really good like background where you're like people are having conversations as you walk and there's a um like a drill sergeant of sorts talking to new recruits and he's kind of he's like he's holding up around and he's like this is or it's at his feet this is a you know whatever pound you know like this is a two-ton tungsten core round with uranium coating whatever blah, 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 blah. and he's like every time you pull the trigger one of these fires off and he goes you know he's rattling off like you know newton's first law of motion is you know it's whatever right mm-hmm. and, you know, and the second law of motion is this he goes which translates to Anytime you fire one of these things, it is going to be a bad fucking day for somebody somewhere. So you'd better hit your target because it just doesn't stop. You know, when you fire the trigger, it's going to hit something Mm -hmm. eventually. Mm -hmm. Someone somewhere is going to have a bad fucking day. Uh, So you better make sure that you're on target. It's like, that's a weird like ethics thing of like, yeah, you got to make sure you're hitting your target because especially in space, if not, you're going to hit something. I mean, you could even potentially create a black hole. Maybe. Maybe. But I think it's more just a case of like, what if you hit an inhabited planet? And you're just having a fucking day, and all of a sudden, a <laughs> but anyways, that'd be a bad day. That's yeah, a bad fucking day. <laughs> yeah. So Starfield. Um, and then some of my other perks mm-hmm. are um, uh, Family Man. So I got my parents, mm-hmm. and I went and visited them. Called? Kid stuff, I think. Kid stuff. Called? Yeah, I've got that one too. And uh, I went and visited them, and they look kind of like me. So I thought it was going to be like generated to the the customizations that I pick. I don't think so. Mm. I had a buddy at work who said like his looked slightly different. So I imagine it's probably just with your hair and some of your Maybe. features on yeah. your face. Maybe. Um, probably like skin color, hair color. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but when I was talking to him, they were like, you know, giving me all the options of like what to say. <laughs> yeah. And one of them is just to say, you know, because my dad is sitting there and he's like, basically, you're paying your parents two percent every week of what you have. Yeah. To help with help their retirement. Their rent. Yeah. And you know, my dad's like. You know, son, we really wouldn't be able to have a place like this if it wasn't for you. Yeah, and one of your thank options you, and is I just love like, you. I'm cutting you off. And you can tell him, yeah, I'm just cutting you off, man. I didn't have the heart, you know, yeah. but. Yeah, and then you lose the perk, too. And it's kind of yeah. nice because if you decide not to go with, like, if you decide not to go with Constellation or anything like that, you can sleep at their apartment. Yeah. And so you kind of have a house on Constellation mm-hmm. or on uh, New, in New Atlantis. New Atlantis. Um, I have, and then my other one is a dream home. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen that fucking house yet. Mm-hmm. I want to. Well, go to it. I don't know how. I don't know how to get to that planet. Yeah. Because it keeps sending me one that like I just can't get on. It's like some planet that has an N, like Nasoi. Mm-hmm. Have you been able to get to the planet? Mm-hmm. Is it saying, is the system red? No. Like, it just doesn't pull up. Like, I've been looking. I'll check again tonight. I'll let you all know. Like, I'll give you an update. Yeah. But yeah. I thought it was because you have to pay that 125k before you can get to it. Let's just talk, like, what do you feel, how do you feel about the game? It's a lot of fun. What do you you like, what do you dislike? The things I really like is how you can adjust, like, the thrusters on the engine, uh, like, shield. Sure, yeah, yeah, like, your power allocation. Mm, That feels very Star Wars-like to me. Yeah, it just feels spacey. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, there was a... Yeah, I mean, you figure it's even a Star Trek trope of, like, you know, I'm doing it all she's got, Captain! You know, like, more power to the engines! You know? Um... But so, like, if you hold space, you can do thrusters, but you can also, like, hard break that way. Yeah. And so, um, I was fighting a bunch of pirates, and I, like, zoomed right past them and then just cut down all my speed on my engines and just boosted up my shields, lasers, and missiles, thrusted yeah. and turned around, just started firing upside yeah. down, you know, yeah. just killing all of them. And I, that was like, oh, my God, I'm fucking doing it. Yeah, I did have a really good, uh, you know, space combat 
where I pulled like a full Millennium Falcon, mm-hmm. where I was being chased by the guy, and I shifted to do the boost and pulled up, so I came up behind him, mm-hmm. and then I really pulled way back on the speed so that I could tightly mm-hmm. flip and was behind him and just started lighting his ass up. Yep. And I was like, <gasps> I'm spacing? Yeah. You know? <laughs> I'm doing the space? No! <laughs> like yeah. Han Solo. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to think what else. Um, I've been I've been really adopting the bounty hunter role. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been doing a lot of missions for the bank uh-huh. uh, to go collect debt. Have you been to Sidonia? Uh, it's a yes. it's the mining. Yes. Did you talk to the woman there who was a bounty hunter? No. You should go back because she's actually like she. You can do bounty hunter jobs for oh, her. Word, word, word. So you can do actual bounty hunting. That'd be cool. That'd be what I'd be what's up. And there's a guy there. Did you talk to the guy? I didn't talk to anyone. So All right. Yeah. Well, then, yeah, no. You need to go back then if you're doing a lot of exploration, especially going to other planets and shit. Because mm. there's a guy there in the bar who's like sitting at a table with a bunch of papers around him. And if you talk to him, surveying planets, uh, he'll pay you for. And then also, because you're trying to find habitable planets for him, mm-hmm. he works for a company called List. And I forget what it all stands for, but basically, they're a colonization company. Okay. Where if you're looking for a place to settle, we're, we're, your, we're your folks, right? Yeah. And so then you can also recruit people to sign up oh. for a list, yeah. and then you'll get paid commission for the people that sign up to mm. colonize. So if you're going around exploring, I mean, yeah. the earlier you get that, the better, because yeah. then you can just, as you, as you meet somebody, be like, oh, psh, hey, yeah. You by the go. way. By the way, you seem like you'd be interested in this, and then if they sign up, you get money. So you need to go back to Sidonia, no. the Mars colony. Um, I'm trying to think what else I've been really doing. Yeah. yeah. So, you, so you enjoy the space combat. Yeah. How do you feel about the cities? The cities are fine. I think my biggest complaint is there's there's no mini map. Yeah. And like I can't find shit. I had to look yeah. up a YouTube video just to go to one of the stores and it's like I can't I I'm gonna give a lot of like I'm giving credit to IGN again. I'm not like riding their dick or anything. But when I was looking at one of my articles they were talking about Starfield, apparently they have like interactive maps and stuff. So you might go to IGN, like look up Starfield interactive maps. And they, they'll have a map for you that'll like okay. show you a map of here's New Atlantis and things like that. Okay, yeah. okay, I'll probably do that. Because like I'm gonna do that because I've got the second monitor. I'm gonna pull it up on my second monitor. Aren't you fucking fancy? Yeah, I am, motherfucker. Whoa, whoa, whoa. goddamn son of a bitch. Huh? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm call you ugly. You're like what? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. Um, yeah. So what? What? Uh, so you like the cities? Yeah. Just the map is confusing. Um, yeah, the loading screens didn't bother me as much as I thought it would as far yeah. as like getting into the ship, mm-hmm. but there are a lot. There's a lot there of are a lot screens. of cutscenes. And I've seen a lot of people complain about just load screens in general. They just take forever. It's and like it's GTA. Like, well, yeah, and, that, and a lot of people are like, I've seen a lot of people comparing like Cyberpunk, which I think is a fair comparison of like, uh, you know, large futuristic RPG first person, you know, and they're like, even at launch, like Cyberpunk had a bunch of bugs and issues like that felt incomplete, but there was a lot of areas that you could just access. You know, you didn't have to go through a loading screen to go into this building and go to this place. And pretty much every place that you go to, that's not like an open air building is a load screen, even stores on new Atlantis. You go up and if the doors are closed, it's a load screen. Mm -hmm. And it's like, Come on, guys. What the fuck? Like, you build a whole new engine. Yeah. It's next gen. It's Why is on. it taking this long to load? I have this? a fucking solid state drive in this PC. I shouldn't have to be sitting there looking at a load screen. Just load that shit. Yeah. Um, and so it's really weird that, like... And again, to, that's one of my big gripes with space is the exploration just feels so restrictive. 
uh, you know, like we talked about, you pick a landing spot, mm-hmm. and this isn't like this. I've seen a lot of people talking about this. this. Isn't like a oh, that's an interesting take. You know what I mean? But like, you can land on a planet at this spot, and then you only have a predetermined radius around your landing spot that you can go investigate it's like a grid yeah and um yeah so you've got a predetermined area that you can search and most of the time there's not much in that area uh and if you do find something like i said it's like a meteorite or you might find it i found a cave and the cave was empty bust and i was like cool and so then i just fast traveled back to my planet or to my ship and i left i will say fast travel is pretty nice in this yeah yes and no there's no like I, it's strange. It doesn't have a detailed map, which is really weird to me. No, that like with it being futuristic, no why do you not have a topographical map? Yeah, you know what I mean. It feels really weird. It feels wanted. You know, most RPGs. You do you think they're going to come out with updates that potentially fix? I that? don't know. I don't know if this will be a ongoing project or not. Oh, you think they're done with it? I think for the most part, yeah. I mean, Bethesda's not really. They they might put out expansions. You know. I mean, there's at least one story expansion for sure. But I know they said that they're going to make it very moddable. So I feel like I hope yeah. that the people will fix it. Sure, but that shouldn't be their responsibility. I agree. That's a, I that agree. is a big problem that I think Bethesda games in general have an issue with. The One of the nice things about it is they're moddable. But one of the bad things about it is that the mods make it so much more fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not the game itself. It's the mods that make yeah. the game fun. Yeah, where you're like, there's a lot of potential here. Once we mod it, oh, shit, it's a whole new game yeah. now, you know. So it's like, yeah, they're, they're good at giving you the skeleton. Mm-hmm. That's why I think, like, Skyrim was really good. Um, I, I never felt the need to mod Skyrim too much. <clears throat> I have modded it. Mm-hmm. You yeah. and I have modded it so we can play together. Yeah. Um, Fallout 4 definitely yeah, was I've a, modded. Yeah, I've modded the shit out of it. Um, and then, like, New Vegas didn't need mods, but it's so much fun with mods. I think the mods help with it being an old game mm-hmm. to, like, make it fresh again. But, yeah, Starfield, I don't know. I really like the RPG elements. Um, skills are kind of whatever. Um, yeah, I know there's a lot of skill points. You have one for like persuasion, mm-hmm. and then you have to do a certain amount of things to before like rank you can. It up. Uh, and I was like, yeah, yeah. Well, if if that's the case, then I shouldn't have to spend a skill point on it. Right. Yeah. And so that's yeah. I think they they went between. It's kind of a. I saw somebody. I think maybe it was Game Ranks um, made the comparison that it's like a middle ground between the Fallout games and Skyrim. Where like in Fallout, you just spend the skill point to yeah. get you know level three robotics or whatever, and in Skyrim, you, you just level up by it. just doing the thing, right? Which makes which sense. makes the most sense, yeah. yeah. Uh, that you don't just like all of a sudden have a Eureka, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> it's just you get better at it as you do it, um, and you might take character traits and things like that to give you an affinity towards it. You know, uh, he just he picked it up really well, you know, and things like that. So that's pretty natural. Yep. I think this probably would have benefited from yep. that because yep. it is a game where. You're just going to go and do a lot of stuff. Yeah. You know, if I'm flying a lot, I should get better at flying. Um, I shouldn't have to like, yeah, but I haven't leveled. I spent, I decided to level up my combat instead or my stealth or my persuasion. So I'm just a shitty pilot, even though I spend most of my time flying. Mm-hmm. It's a weird, yeah. I, I wish they'd have gone more Skyrim-y. Um, my guy looks pretty damn close to me. Yeah? Yeah, I spent some time making him look like me. I did really like the character customization. It was good. It was um, good. It was... Intense. A lot. Yeah, there was a lot to it, which was cool. I did like the inclusion of backgrounds. Yes. Um, you know, like you said, you took Bounty Hunter. I think I took Bouncer. Um, <laughs> some of the guy's kind of a, a fighter, a yeah. brawler. But something that I thought maybe they'd use was in Outer Worlds. Mm-hmm. Um, Outer Worlds is actually made by Obsidian, which is who made New Vegas. Outer Worlds has a system where you can gain, like, drawbacks as well okay. through experience where like 
if I'm fighting a lot of insect enemies and I like consistently get damage from them, my person can gain like insectophobia. Where now, anytime I'm fighting insects, my guy gets a debuff. Mm-hmm. But then that gives you, anytime you gain a, a negative, a debuff like that, you also gain a perk point to put into something. So it's a trade sure. of like, yeah, now anytime I fight insects, I'm going to be afraid, but I'm really good at my combat, so I can kind of try and balance it out. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that was interesting. And then you can get like a fear of heights, where if you take a lot of fall damage, your character gains the fear of heights of like, shit, I'm getting really nervous, I'm going to fall again, you yeah. know? And so I thought, oh, that's, that's a really interesting. Yeah, that's cool. And I wanted to see something like that in this, where like innovate a little bit, you know, on the RPG. And I don't think they, I think that's probably my biggest gripe about the game. I really, I do enjoy it. It sounds like I'm complaining. I just, you've been very positive no, yeah, on it, it does so I'm trying like to balance it. it out. Yeah, it sounds like complaining. Um, I spent a hundred bucks to play it early. <laughs> yeah, so did I. And I don't think I'm getting a hundred bucks out of it. I want a um, return. Can you technically get a return still? I don't know. On Steam, I think you have to have played for less than a certain amount of time. Oh. But I don't know if I have or not. I don't. I'm not mad at it. Like I'm not refunding it. <clears throat> I want in, it. I'm enjoying it. I just think it's a little underwhelming for me. I wanted more of the space stuff, and it is very much just uh, it's a Fallout or a Skyrim, but on some spacey planets. Mm-hmm. And the space stuff feels kind of like a eh, take it or leave it, whatever, yeah. you know. But the RPG is solid. I mean, Bethesda does an RPG really well. They know how to do that. And so if you like that, which I do like that, I just was hoping for that plus, Mm. and I didn't get the plus. That's all I've been thinking about. Yeah. If you like this episode, be sure to give us a great review. Five stars on uh, iTunes and all that good stuff. You can Yelp us. (laughs) Fucking trying to think of other review sites. Google review. Google review. Yeah, give us a Google review. Uh, No. Trivago. (laughs) Fucking uh, Expedia. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Now it's just travels. Uh, no, you can share us on social media. Obviously, tell your friends about us if you really enjoyed it. Make sure that you're liking, following, subscribing on your audio streaming service of choice. Uh, it helps out a lot. And then, uh, you know, if you want to get in touch with us, uh, Chris will tell you how to do that. Yeah, of course. You can always take a look at our social medias, you know, our Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, going to be the Simply Whelmed podcast. Uh, our Twitter handle is whelmed underscore simply. And you can always shoot us an email. Let us know your thoughts. Let us know what you think of Starfield yeah, so far, yeah. if there's any changes that you'd make. Yeah. Um, and you can definitely let us know at simplywellmailbag at gmail.com. That's right. Uh, we did get an email I want to read. Yeah. Uh, let me pull it up here. Okay. So this is from Ghosty. I believe they've emailed him before. I recognize that name. Uh, they say, hey, you guys were asking for episode suggestions, and Scott Pilgrim is getting an animated series on Netflix. I did see that trailer. Mm-hmm. You guys could read the graphic novels and watch the movie and kind of compare them, uh, and then you know, uh, watch the Netflix, or sorry, watch the trailer for the Netflix series and make predictions. I'm a pretty big fan if that isn't obvious, and I'd be interested in, interested in hearing your take on it. But if it's not your thing, then another comic book episode I'd be down for. Uh, thank you guys for coming back every week with entertaining content to listen to. Absolutely, Ghosty. Um, don't I, tell us what to do. Yeah, fuck off. No. Don't. Don't. You're not running the I've show. I've got a mother, all right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I mean, I like that. I'd be interested in that. I know that it's a pretty popular graphic novel. Yeah, Scott Pilgrim's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Michael Sarah, Yeah. So I, I'm not opposed no to... What did you say? That's no chin. <laughs> he has no chin. Yeah. I'd, no, I'd, I'd be interested in reading the graphic novels. True. Uh, I don't know how long they are. I don't know if... Because yeah, usually when we do our not episodes... long, ain't it? Hmm? <laughs> usually when we do our comic book episodes, we kind of like scratch the surface of a book and then give our first impressions. Mm-hmm. But it feels like we would want to do... Since it's finished, it feels Which like we want to... But I don't know how long they are. So anyways, we'd have to look into that. But I'm not opposed to that. But we've been kind of been talking about doing another comic book. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think that's not a bad idea. Yeah, I'll let you know. Yeah. 
Maybe we will. Maybe we won't. Maybe we won't. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking keep you on your toes, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, let's see. Next week, we don't know. Uh, yeah, it's always up in the air. Probably do another topic, maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe we just do an episode where we just spitball a bunch of topics. No, honestly. <laughs> the, the topic this week is what's the next few weeks' topics. Well, uh, to- <laughs> what topic is what's been cooking? Yeah, <laughs> we just. <laughs> It's just us and, us and chef hats. We just sit in chairs. Just, just 45 minutes of us in the buff except our chef hats and maybe an apron. Just going back and forth. Just shooting the shit, going back and forth with, you know, no bad ideas and spitballing. Mm-mm. We just get real weird. Mm. We'll take No some, bad ideas and spitballing. That's true. There's no yeah. bad ideas and spitballing. Unless that is being recorded, in which case everybody's going to hear your really bad ideas and go, Jesus, these guys are off the rough, off the rails here. But I don't know. So who knows what we'll do next week. Maybe that. Uh, I think that's another episode for us. Bye. Bye.